from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Monday, October 22nd. I'm Marco Werman. Foreign policy takes center stage with a final presidential debate tonight. Many important issues will be discussed, just not necessarily the ones that will dominate the agenda in years to come. If you look at debates and what the candidates thought that they would be dealing with and then actually what they dealt with, they've been very different phenomena. And later, the Libyan town where Gaddafi loyalists keep on fighting. Benimoli just insisted on being stubborn and they do not want to admit defeat. PRI's The World is supported by the Medtronic Foundation, presenting the Save-A-Life Simulator, an interactive online experience designed to teach the public life-saving responses to sudden cardiac arrest. Each day, thousands die from cardiac arrest. Learn how to respond at heartrescuenow.com. And by WGBH, producer of Nova Science Now. How does someone become a genius? Is it all in the DNA, or does it come with hard work? Can it be that everyone has untapped genius waiting to be discovered? Find out on Nova Science Now's How Smart Can We Get? Wednesday night at 10, 9 central on PBS. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Another presidential debate tonight, and this time foreign policy is the topic. Given how the last debate went, it's safe to say there will be another round of questions about what happened last month in Benghazi, Libya. There will, of course, be other topics that Mitt Romney and Barack Obama discussed tonight, and we'll return to that in a moment. First, we stay in Libya. It's a holiday there tomorrow, the first anniversary of the country's official declaration of liberation from the Gaddafi regime. Yet the head of Libya's Congress recently declared that the liberation of Libya isn't complete yet. And that's because one town in western Libya, Bani Walid, still remains a stronghold for Gaddafi loyalists. Marine Olivezi has the story. The town of Bani Walid rests high in a landscape of small canyons, ridges and winding roads. Last fall, locals in the pro-Qaddafi stronghold held the high ground for weeks before giving in, but they never quite embraced Libya's transition process. Bani Walid just insisted on being stubborn, and they do not want to admit defeat. That's Rida, an activist who fought against Qaddafi's regime with guns and tweets. His family hails from Bani Walid, but Rida says he can't set foot there because he's still seen as a traitor. Other towns that sided with Qaddafi during the uprising have moved on, he says, but not Bani Walid. And he blames rebel forces for some of the lingering tension. problem is a lot of the rebel fighters that went in went in with a vengeance, and they uh, looted in a way that's provocative. I mean, okay, there's looting for guns, there's looting for money, there's looting for cars. But there are certain things that shouldn't be taken away. Clothes, for example, were stolen, just to make a point. That further stoked locals' resentment, and Bani Walid became a magnet for the last of the Gaddafi loyalists at home and abroad. All of people who are supporting Gaddafi, trying to back to Bani Walid, they make Bani Walid like a capital to support Gaddafi. Mohamed Septi serves as a field coordinator between the Libyan military, Libyan intelligence and brigades on the ground. He says Gaddafi loyalists who found refuge in Chad, Niger and Algeria at the end of the uprising trickled back to Bani Walid over the past year. 
Septi says the town now harbors up to 400 people wanted by Libya's new authorities. Confrontation loomed for months, and then came the spark. Omran Shaban, the young fighter credited in the capture of Gaddafi last year, was kidnapped in July by Bani Walid militiamen. Omran's father says his son and two others from Misrata were passing through the area of Bani Walid when they were abducted. The details of their capture remain murky, but Omran's uncle says there's no doubt about the motive. The only one reason to catch Omran and his friend that they catch Gaddafi. No any other crime for them. When he was released, he was unconscious, his body showing signs of beatings. He died soon after. The Libyan Congress ordered the arrest of those accused of capturing and torturing Omran. Local authorities in Bani Walid refused to hand over the suspects.